Next thing I know, he like jumps up and packing his things and storming out of the hotel room and says, we're done. And I'm like, did I hear you right? Like, we're done? He's like, yeah, we're finished. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> that was it. So, well, at least he told you you're yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat of closure. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. I hit record. (laughs) Matt. I'm just clearing out my throat. Not funny. (laughs) Steve can't get his throat cleared. Matt's making fun of him. Matt's doing weird mic checks. Mic check. And I had surgery today, so we're crushing it. It's all drugged up and loopy. I'm really not. On Tylenol. On Tylenol, yeah. And ibuprofen. That's cray cray. (laughs) How'd your surgery go? Amazing. Yeah, really. Thank you for asking. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It went really well. In and out. Within an hour. That's the fastest surgery I've ever seen. They have fast hands. Super fast hands. <laughs> like when you had your like wisdom jazz teeth hands. <laughs> Can you show us some jazz hands, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> you had fast hands when you had your wisdom teeth pulled? No. The, no, the, the doctor did. Oh, the doctor did. okay. So Matt, fast. Matt told me that when he was drugged up. <laughs> the, the doctor had fast hands, and he didn't want to play that hand-slapping game with nope. him. <laughs> Dang it, doctor. Matt was the best drugged up, man. It's so funny. I think today Matt and I are a little nutso, though, because it was oh, yeah. like, you know, it's emotional. Like, there's emotional stress that you carry, right? Going into a procedure, even if it's minor. And then just kind of, I've just been in bed all day. So. And now I, here you are recording. <laughs> I've got the giggles. The ambitious girl. Yeah. The anesthesio- anesthesiologist. I said that right, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. She, she was like, you're not going to be podcasting tonight, are you? And I'm like, no. <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. Proved her wrong. Proved her wrong. Take that. I can do this. Yeah. Why are you so, holding your mic, Matt? Because Steve is, so I Will thought I want to. please put it on the table? It's making me super anxious. Why? Because you keep hitting the table with it. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Matt, how did the uh, pickup go after the surgery? So, <laughs> I was uh, I was picking up two bikes, bikes at the bike shop. Oh, okay. While I was in surgery. Yeah. So, I was out on the town a little bit, and it was a lot faster than I thought it was going to be. I thought I had way more time to pick up bikes, but I didn't. And uh, I picked her up and couldn't find her. <laughs> Will you please tell, tell us, us what, what happened? happened? The nurses couldn't find her either. <laughs> like, <laughs> couldn't find their dinner either. Yeah. So I walk in, and there's two receptionists because of COVID and everything. One receptionist to check temperature, and then the other receptionist just to do the office stuff. And 
the temperature checker said, oh, you're here to pick up Jessica. I said, yep, here I am. And she said, okay, five minutes goes by and you don't see her yet. Come get me and I'll, I'll send another message. Well, she'd sent the message to the back that Jessica's husband is here to pick her up. And uh, <laughs> out walks a nurse who I'm assuming her name also was Jessica. <laughs> and she walks out into the uh, reception area. And she asked the second receptionist, hey, have you seen my husband? <laughs> and, and the receptionist is like, uh, no, I haven't seen your husband at all. And he's, she's like, huh, okay. Well, if you see a lost man somewhere around here, give me another call. I'll meet him. And uh, so then she walks back. And then about two minutes later, she walks back to the reception area with another nurse. And goes to the first receptionist and is like, hey, have you seen my husband? You keep calling for Jessica's husband. <laughs> and, and what is the deal with the food? Like, where's the food if he's dropping off food? <laughs> Jessica and, Frew. And the first receptionist goes, food. yeah, it goes, no, Jessica Frew's husband is here to pick her up. <laughs> so the nurses were like super confused because they thought Jessica's husband is here dropping off food. Something about Jessica's food. Yeah. Husband. Yeah. So they mixed up the word fru with food and uh, they couldn't figure it out for the life of them. And they finally got there. So within 20 seconds of that conversation, out pops this other nurse, Matt. I'm like, yep, that's me. Didn't bring any food, though. Nope, I got no food. Sorry. Yeah. The best, though, is when Steve was dating a guy <laughs> who he had to pick up from surgery. And the guy yeah. didn't know Steve's last name. <laughs> All right. So, so, yeah. We had just met like two weeks prior. He oh, was I having know. arm surgery. Uh, we just met. So I was going to take him into surgery. <laughs> He, I offered to pick him up because he like doesn't have family here or anything. And he's like, yeah, that'd be great. Thanks so much. So like right before I'm supposed to go pick him up or before he's like stepping into surgery, I was like, hey, wait, like, how do I know like where to find you and whatever? Because I know they're not letting anyone in for COVID. I'm like, I, I don't even like, I don't even know who to ask for because I only know your first name. <laughs> But his first name that you knew wasn't his actual I first know him name, by, right? Yeah, because he goes by his middle name. So the name I would have asked for wasn't even his because they had the first name that I didn't know and his last name that I didn't know. And he's like, oh, that's a really good point. I don't know your last name either because I only know you as Steve Sauce <laughs> from Instagram. So, yeah. Uh, good no, thing. So when they called so you. So did you find him? They called you and said, hey, so-and-so's ready to be picked up. And they said your name wrong. They were like, is is Steve such and such there? And it wasn't the right last name. And oh, you're yeah. like, what? And then they're Because like, I had told him my name, but he didn't quite remember it. He's like Sunderland or something. He said he'd seen your name on your badge from the hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just thought, it could only remember there were double consonants in it. <laughs> I remember you telling me this vividly as I was on a walk one day. And then... They go, well, you're the emergency contact for so-and-so. And they say his first and last name. And you're like, I don't even know this person. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because you only knew his middle name, I which is what he went by. I should have let you tell the story. <laughs> so evidently, coming back evidently, to you now. I, yeah, evidently I forgot the, the details. 
Oh, it was so funny. I was yeah. dying when you so told me this. So they let you pick him up. I They wouldn't let me in. I had to just wait in the parking lot and he came out. <laughs> oh. They wheeled him out, didn't they? He just walked out? Well, it was an arm surgery. Yeah, well, he was, I And he was a... on drugs, though. He was loopy. <laughs> I had a uterus surgery and I still could hardly walk. <laughs> I also, like, I don't know why, but they... At some point, I said, well, I was like, well, let me see the x-rays of this break. And he didn't have any x-rays. And I was like, come on, man. Like, if you can have a broken bone, at least get some cool, some pictures of the x-rays. Like, <laughs> it's like the one cool part about it. So, and during his surgery, he made sure to ask for pictures of the x-rays. So they sent him out with, I kid you not, it was a roll of printed pictures of his x-ray that was like 40 feet long. There were like... <laughs> There were like 200 pictures. <laughs> they looked like little, like, you know, they're just yeah, yeah. small they're little. Tiny. Yeah, in a in like a those long. those ultrasound ones in a row, yeah. but tons and of them. And it was literally like 40 feet long. We like that draped it so through his living room when we got funny. home, like hung it up like a, like streamers. That's hilarious. <laughs> so there's our hospital stories for the day. I also had a funny story I was going to tell you, Steve. I get a message yesterday from one of my young women in Belize. Mm-hmm. And she goes, Jessica, I sister, 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 sister. <laughs> I saw your twin at the airport yesterday morning. And I said, which airport? And she's like, Phoenix. And I said, that was me. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. serious. And she's like, no way. And she was freaking out. She's like, I thought there's no way that's Jessica. Oh my god! But she's like, I walked right past you, and she's like, I could tell by your eyes because <laughs> we had masks on. Oh my gosh, that makes me so sad was, that she didn't say hi I to you. Know. She's like, I was in a hurry, and I was like, I was totally out of it. Like I was not focused on anything. Well, the previous night, you just <laughs> I missed my missed flight. your flight for the first time in your entire <laughs> life. Yeah, we should preface it with that. I missed my flight for the first time in my entire life. Yeah, Super Bowl Sunday. I'm sitting there watching the Super Bowl with my my family. And Jessica's getting ready to fly back, and I know her flight. It's around seven thirty. She calls me, totally bawling her eyes out. I wasn't you? crying until I got until I dialed Matt. I was not like really crying, <laughs> bawling her eyes out, and I'm like, did she just get mugged? Like what happened? <laughs> like somebody assault her? <laughs> no, she just missed her flight. <laughs> Why did, why did you miss it? Bawling her eyes out. I was so sad because I wasn't going to get to see you and I wasn't going to get to go on the walk She wasn't going to get seven layer dip from the Super Bowl party. The yeah. Super Bowl party was going to be over by the time I got back. Yeah. <laughs> why, why did you miss it? So I got to the airport two hours early, which I never do because you don't need to be there two hours early. And you missed it. Yes. I drop off my rental car. I go up to where the shuttle is to get from the rental car place to the airport, which it's a long ways in Phoenix. Like, it's not just I couldn't just walk over there or something. And there's these two huge lines. There's only two lines, both for Terminal 4, which is what I needed. And they are like, oh, we're bringing more shuttles. We're bringing more shuttles. You've got shuttles on the way. And so I'm like, okay, we're fine. Like, they kept reassuring us and nobody else is panicking. So I'm like, all right, I'm fine. You should have panicked. I should have panicked. And it was like, I stood in line and then like, I'm like, okay, this is getting it's weird. Getting, yeah, it's getting too late. And I still thought like, okay, it'll be okay. I can get there. I'm checked in. I just need to drop my bag off. I'll be okay. And then by the time I realized I wasn't going to be okay, it was too late to do anything. Right. 
I was like, oh my gosh, my flight was at 7.59 and I called you at like 7. I got there at 7.30 to the airport. I ran up to the desk to like hand him my bag because I my bag was even paid for and checked. Mm-hmm. I just needed to put the tag on it. Too late. And the guy's like, you're too late. And I was like, no. And I was like, this wasn't my fault. He's like, you should have gotten here earlier. I was like, I was here two hours early. And he's like, I'm really sorry. I'm like, I know it's not your fault. I'm like trying not to cry, but I'm teary. And because <laughs> I knew it wasn't well, his fault. And ultimately it was my fault, even though I was really mad at the shuttle people. Ultimately, mm-hmm. I was just upset with myself. But and I felt bad because I'd spent a bunch of money that weekend and I didn't want to spend more money on a hotel. But Matt told me to stop being dumb and go get a hotel. So what were you going to do? She was sleep in the airport. Yes, she was going to sleep in the airport, and then she sends me a text saying they won't let me check my bag, so I can't get through security. So I was going to have to sit in like the law, like right in the ticketing area, <laughs> which I didn't feel safe falling asleep right then there. Then you would have been mugged. Yeah, maybe not. But and I was like, <laughs> get a freaking hotel. <laughs> So I got a hotel. With a shuttle. (laughs) (laughs) The pilot was hitting on me. Oh. Lucky. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, good night. Because he he flies a crop duster. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or a warplane. That's the sound Matt makes if we're in a store and he farts. (laughs) He does that sound. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Because <laughs> he's crop Babe, That's my secret. <laughs> well, now, anytime, now whoever listens to our podcast knows. <laughs> anytime somebody hears that, you better <laughs> run. Fred Meyer or Albertsons, <laughs> they're going to start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's when we, so we know to get out of the aisle. <laughs> I'm always like, ugh, Matt. <laughs> All right. I liked this Enough story this. time. Last week's story time, or not last week, the week before it was a little slow. So this week's good. Oh, thank you. For... Matt, this seems more difficult than just setting nope. the mic on the table. It's, I'm relaxed. <laughs> okay. Like Steve. I need another chair like Steve's. You need a chair What like did we record last time? I don't remember. It's been a long time, huh? been a long time. Was it my boyfriend stuff? Yeah, we were talking about your boyfriend, and then we talked baptism. about Penny's baptism, and now we were going to talk about closure at the end of yours and Tommy's relationship okay. closure for you, closure for you and closure yeah, for Penny I ended with the question Steve you got closure and then you were like no 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 <laughs> exactly. I did not get closure and I was like oh okay well <laughs> backfire you didn't get closure nor did your daughter yeah and we we're getting ready to jump into that which is funny because then we recorded one more episode since then. Well, that's because Penny's baptism happened technically before you guys mm-hmm. got, I was going to say divorced, <laughs> before you guys ended your relationship. Broke up. Broke up. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> if I um don't have words tonight, we'll I just have an excuse. Talking. Yeah, just keep Tylenol. talking. Tylenol. <laughs> Tylenol. <laughs> she took two. A whole two. <laughs> Woo. I didn't take All right. the other stuff they gave me because I didn't want to be loopy for tonight. Okay. We're discussing Steve and yeah. closure. It's not about you. I know it's not about <laughs> me. <laughs> it's always about Steve. Right? We've yeah. established this, right? Yes. Steve's big day <laughs> was actually mine and Matt's wedding. <laughs> I hate to admit this. 
What, Steve? But what? I like if I go and listen to our episodes. I re- <laughs> it's about you. You don't like the ones that are about Matt and I. You just want to listen to the ones about you. I, I find the ones about me much more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Steve, I'm okay Sorry. with that. Sorry. That's I'm real. I'm working through it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So. Well, let's talk about you then, Steve. <laughs> we want to hear about it. Yeah. At the same time, though, I, like, had anxiety about when I got a notification this morning of the new episode. And about I was Tommy? Like, mm, it's the one about me. <laughs> That's why it's so funny. <laughs> so exhilarating. <laughs> <laughs> so risque. So risque. So I had to listen, make sure I was okay with it. It was already out. Now that it's already been aired. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So what am I supposed okay, to? So Matt asked you the question. <laughs> Tell about... me what I was supposed to say. <laughs> <laughs> about closure. And he was referring to Penny and Tommy's right. closure. But you said you didn't get closure. So well, that the way opens we broke up other... was the dumbest way. Did we talk about the breakup? No, we didn't talk about how Do you tell. broke up. That's why we're here. All right. So <laughs> I talked about how he was not a very good communicator about like relationship Issues. Well, maybe you guys just didn't communicate well. No, I'm a dang good communicator. <laughs> all right. I'm just saying. Sometimes... Okay, let me rephrase. <laughs> let the man carry on. Okay, sorry. Let me just let Jessica tell the story. No, I'm, I don't know this story. <laughs> I don't remember how you guys broke up. I, so we kind of, we like took a two week break. And I don't That's remember never what, a good sign. No. <laughs> and I don't remember what led up to that, except that I was just really like at my wits end with this continued like every two months this big blow up that came out of nowhere that he wouldn't like own up to and actually talk about and address and I was just like I'm done having this like middle of the night conversation recurring bad dream yeah so either let's like own these problems and talk about them and figure them out like in the light of day or like I'm just like I'm not doing this anymore I'm not having this conversation anymore so we took a break for a couple weeks and it was leading up to Pride Weekend. And we didn't want to like do Pride separately. So we kind of like hurried and Patched wanted to like, yeah, it, it was it was cause for us to like sit down and talk things through and be like, all right, what are we going to do? Work Where are we both at? Things. Can we get past this? Like, let's figure this out and get back to a good place with each other. All for Pride's sake. <laughs> <For> pride's sake. <laughs> so we did. We had dinner. We talked through things. I felt much better about things. I felt like we had kind of got it all out there and were ready to like start working through stuff and that we were both in a good place and like could actually enjoy each other's company at Pride Weekend, at Pride Festival rather. But so I was working the event. I was managing one of the booths and had done a bunch of... Which booth was it? Uh, it was the VIP tent rather. Like the one that's stage side and mm-hmm. like where the, the it hosts the sponsors and like city officials and VIPs and I don't know, whatever. Was this the year I gave you all of the free condoms? <laughs> it was. <laughs> Matt cool. donated a thousand condoms to give out at Pride. Rainbow condoms. Rainbow yeah. <laughs> we just had them laying around in our warehouse. Rainbow condoms was meant to be. You made such a great donation to Pride, Matt. I know. Keeping, <laughs> keeping the boys all right, safe. carry on. Sorry. I was just trying to put all that together. <laughs> so, um, 
Where was I? <laughs> so you were working the event. You thought oh, yeah. everything was going all right. You thought you were moving forward. And somehow, and he was going to come meet me. And I'm, you know, I was going to be working the, the, the booth, but he could come and hang out with me there and whatever. And something happened. I don't even remember what, but it didn't, we didn't end up hanging out together at Pride. I just had like no patience for it. I'd gotten us a hotel room downtown. Actually, Pride had gotten us a hotel room. So we had a a room right there by the festival. So we went there like after everything was done. And he wanted to talk. And I'm like, I'm not talking. Like it's one in the morning. I have to be up again at five back at the festival. I'm just, I'm rolling over and going to sleep now. Like I don't want to talk. It's not a good time to talk. No, I'm not going to talk about this. Like I thought we had everything figured out last night, but we're right back where we were. I'm going to bed. And I start falling asleep. And next thing I know, he like jumps up and is packing his things and storming out of the hotel room and says, we're done. And I'm like, did I hear you right? Like, we're done. He's like, yeah, we're finished. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So he leaves and went and moved his stuff out of my house. And while I was at Pride the next day, and that was it. Well, at least he told you you're done. Somewhat of closure. Yeah. It was drama and I don't know. It was hard. Yeah. But. So what did you do the next day? Went to Pride. Did your job. Well, yeah, that day. Yeah, I went to Pride and did the rest of the festival and it was done at like, I don't know, four in the afternoon or something. So that's when I went home and, you know, saw that he'd moved everything out. Was that hard? It was very hard. Did you cry? I cried. Cried a lot. Yeah. I mean, you just spent a year and a half, right? Mm-hmm. But I know the question you were asking, Matt, was about what was that like for Penny? For someone that's been in her life for the last year and a half to just be gone. And, and it was rough. Like, it really pissed me off that that there was no closure offered to her. Like... I don't know what the protocol is for like, yeah. what do you do either. when you're breaking up with someone that has a child and what is your, you know, how do you go about breaking up saying goodbye to that child? But like, you know, he just disappeared and that was it. And next thing she knows, he's just gone and I'm having to explain to her that Tommy's gone and we're not going to see him anymore. And I was worried about how that would affect her and like what, you know, what that would mean to her. And she was, she was fine. like. She was upset for me and she wanted to know details of like, why did we break up and like what happened and how much did you share with her? I just told her that she knew that he hadn't been around for a couple of weeks and didn't know why. And I told her, well, he and I actually I think I told her right before that, that we had had, we'd been having a big disagreement and we're taking some time apart. And, but at this point I told her that we'd broken up, that he had, things that he felt like he wanted to accomplish in life that I was holding him back from and he was upset at me about it for not being able to accomplish the goals he has in his life and I told her that I wasn't going to take responsibility for that that I wasn't accepting the blame for him not doing what he wanted to do with his life and she got all defensive she's like he can't say that to you (laughs) (laughs) you were so nice to him you were always so nice to him (laughs) And he's very loyal. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. There was a good chance that he and I could have like 
try it again at some point, but it had it not been for like for me, what burned the bridge was like how it affected Penny that there was no chance for her to like get any sort of closure from it. And I'm just like, I would not let him back into my daughter's life after that. So, so I, I mean, I guess that's a question, like a broad question. Is it important or not for a child to get closure from a long time relationship that their parent is having with somebody? Yeah. And how does that look? And yeah. I don't even know. I don't, I don't, and I don't know what I even expected. I just, I'll tell you what it doesn't look like, which is just disappearing. I mean, yeah. at least saying goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And I mean, I, I, just, I guess every circumstance is a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't think Penny would was in a situation where she ever felt like part of that was her fault. No. And, you know. And, which is good. No. And I don't think she felt like neglected or abandoned or anything. I mean, that just wasn't their relationship and not. Yeah. You know, he was not like a stepdad to her or anything just he was her dad's boyfriend you know and they had their own relationship and whatever but but it's somebody she enjoyed yeah and that she liked having around but it just bothered me that i mean what message could she possibly take away from that except that well none of this ever had anything to do with you i was only ever in this for your dad and yeah you know and also just like do you think I that's mean, really how he thought or what he thought no i don't but that's what it felt like. That's probably, but I mean, what takeaway would she get? Right. No, and that's that's not how he. I don't think so either. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm not just, saying that's how he was. I know, but I'm I know. just saying what else would a would a yeah a little eight year old take out of that? And I have no idea how you navigate that. Like I have no, you know, that's not something I really ever experienced because I didn't date anybody for long enough. I dated guys for like a few months, but nobody that like Penny became really Yeah, I, I remember there to. was one time specifically that I remember I had broken up with this gal and Sarah had seen her in, in a grocery store and I was with her and Sarah ran up and gave her a big hug and it was reassuring to me that, hey, this individual like didn't have any resentment towards me and wasn't going to be rude or anything to my child if they saw them yeah. just in public. A couple of weeks ago, you saw Tommy in the, in the uh, grocery store and yeah. walked by and Penny was like, I think they made eye contact and he kind of winked at her or something. I think he said hi. Yeah. And, you know, that's... And if I had recognized that that was him, I just didn't. Again, I think with masks, I just like get tunnel vision. <laughs> yeah. If I had realized that was him, I would have stopped and said hi and I know there would have been a conversation hat. Mm-hmm. Like, no big deal. But I didn't realize that until we were a ways away and Penny was like, Mom, that was Tommy. And I was like, really? How did I not notice that? But Yeah, we talked about that last episode. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think there's some of that. But, okay, so you did have a long relationship before you and I dated. Yeah. That ended very abruptly. Yeah. And then you and I started dating. Did she have a relationship with your kids, Matt? Yeah. Was there anything that happened between you and your kids at that point? No. No. Am I silly to have wanted that? Like... For that to have been a thing for me? No. I don't know. And like I said, I think every situation is a little bit different. Like, because I was the one that broke off the relationship. like, And you had the kids? Yeah, and I was going to own that. And I was going to let them know, like, hey, I broke things off with her. And that's what it is. Hmm. So, anyway. But since he's the one that kind of finalized, like, the breakup for you, I could see how that could be kind of flipped 
Well, and also the fact that, I mean, you said he moved out of your house. I know he wasn't officially living with you, but the fact that he had to go to your house and take stuff out means that that's a big difference in the kid's life, too, where somebody's living with you. He literally was there six nights a week. Yeah, and feeling like all of a sudden this person's not in your home anymore. Like, that's kind of a big deal of at least Mm -hmm. saying, like I said, at least saying goodbye. Yeah, in my long-term relationship breakups, there was no no moving out or... yeah. Maybe I lost a DVD here and there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the extent of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I honestly, I don't know. Looking back, maybe I totally overreacted about that. But I don't think you ever made it a big deal, though. No. It, I remember you just expressing that you had wished there had been some sort of acknowledgement for Penny, but you never, I mean, it wasn't made a big deal. And I remember Matt was concerned about it. He was worried about Penny, too. And just that same thing like you were of just wanting her to be okay. And Penny was going through a few other things at that time. And so she, I think that added to it. She had a rough summer after that. She had a really rough summer. I mean, she hardly freaking slept. Yeah. And And I don't think it was because of this breakup, but this was definitely a contributing fact. No, it certainly didn't help. It was just like... I think what affected her, it was just like a life lesson in impermanence. Just someone who is there that you like Nothing count on is. and rely on and then bam, they're gone. Just gone. Yeah. Well, and I think Penny was mourning a couple of relationships at that time and also going through a couple of hard things at school. And so I think it just was like a very adult thing to go through yeah. for a little kid, you know, of, oh, this is not what it was before. And I don't know, maybe I let her see too much of my emotions surrounding it. I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I've never been good at like hiding my emotion from her, nor have I really, I don't I really try to hide yeah. it from her, but I don't know. But anyway, it was. But it was a learning experience and I don't necessarily think that's bad. I yeah. don't, it's not like it scarred her. Yeah. And we put her in counseling that summer and just had her, which she loved. I think she loved having somebody that just sat there and listened to her for an hour. <laughs> but, um, like, we were very proactive about trying to help her with all of it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't think it was just because of this situation. I think there were other things that added to that. And so it kind of made it a little bit of a rough time for her in general. Yeah. Plus, I think she missed the puppies. <laughs> I know all she the baby the Yorkies. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Cool. Well, I just don't want to overanalyze it because then we start becoming anal. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to hear what people do, though. Like, what do you do with a breakup in that situation? Because I just have no idea. I mean, I've occasionally thought about what would happen if Matt and I split. And I, I mean, I. What would happen? I mean, I know there would be. What would happen? Tell me. (laughs) At this point, I don't believe that's ever going to happen. (laughs) Ever? Ever. But there was obviously a point in our relationship that I very thought, very much thought that. I mean, for sure, I would have let Penny say goodbye to Matt and his kids and like made sure that there was an opportunity to do that. But I also feel like. What about you and Hank and Sarah? Well, and vice versa. Yeah. I mean, I would hope I would get to have some sort of. Depends what you did to me. <laughs> <laughs> but it does, right? Yeah. Like it does kind of depend on what happened. Yeah. But I also felt like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we still met up to go to the park every once in a while. 
Yeah, Carl's Jr. play dates or something. <laughs> to like kind of give them a little bit of ease, you know, that, okay, this person isn't totally leaving. I still get to be friends with them. I can still see them every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But still, but that's different because we're married. <laughs> like, it's a full on, and we both have kids. Yeah. So. And those kids have a relationship with each other. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who knows? I'd love to hear people's feedback about this if yeah. anybody has any. So how quickly did you rebound? Not very. <laughs> <laughs> Still rebounding? Still. No. <laughs> no, I I haven't really dated seriously since then. You've had a couple of couple short hopefuls, things. I mean, two but, months with Yeah. You know, the guy whose name I didn't know at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and then ended with COVID. No, that's not the same guy. That's the same Same guy. guy? How do I not know this? I have no idea. Oh, man. (laughs) I was just laughing in the last, in that episode when we talked about that. Then he got COVID. It was over. (laughs) The one guy, (laughs) not the hospital guy, apparently. No. (laughs) I don't remember either of these guys' names. Is that horrible? Yeah, I remember them. You do? Yep. Wow. That's better than me. (laughs) And they don't even have fake names. (laughs) Uh, well yeah okay Uh, what else i think that's it anything else you want to say about this relationship anything you want to put out there for people who might want to set you up with guys (laughs) (laughs) are you willing to be set up with guys any closure that you'd want to give to tommy nope (laughs) (laughs) i do have people reach out asking if you're willing to be set up I feel like this is a question you should answer right now <laughs> since we're here. <laughs> do you want me to do a screening before yes, we do that? Yeah. Should I create a funnel that you can like <laughs> fill out a questionnaire? So a website where people can go and fill out a questionnaire to try and date you? Yes. Yes, we will do that. <laughs> All right. Matt's going to write right. the copy for it yeah. like we did before. We'll put a link in our show notes. They can send in an audition video. An audition <laughs> video. Yes. Special skills. <laughs> if I want to sell those. <laughs> <laughs> Matt and I will Bad be screening these. You guys, these, you guys so keep took it, it clean. <laughs> I didn't. We're screening them. Keep it clean, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think people will go look now to oh, see yeah. if there's a funnel or a website to yeah. go? Yeah, no date one else Steve. knows what a funnel is. Sorry. So, how soon will this site be up? Oh, well, we could do it this weekend. Okay, cool. And it would be up in time for this episode. Stop. <laughs> it's happening. Steve. Look at that's serious. We're gonna have some. Yep, we're gonna have we, some headshots done. We've Steve. got my assistant on this right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting message after this. My assistant. What's, gonna be what's the website? Headshots. Huh? What's the website? Datesteve.com. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably taken. Maybe we'll have to look. The boldlogic.com forward slash date Steve. Too we long. Talk, we did this. We talked about this once already. No, we talked about having, well, we kind of talked about this. We also talked about having Matt do all of the copy for your dating sites oh, yeah. or on your dating Tinder, Grinder, whatever. Gosh whatever dang you're it. on. DateSteve.com is taken. Dang it. All right. We'll find something else. We'll, we'll put it, it in It must have worked out notes. because when you go to DateSteve.com, it's actually the adventures of Kristen and Steve. And- Whoa. They got married. Well, maybe we can buy that from them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't need it anymore. <laughs> They're done. <laughs> All right. Any parting words, gentlemen? Partying words. Parting. Hey, you guys. The next episode after this one, it's going to be in my birthday month. I just thought I should let you guys know that. 
Be prepared. Coming up. Birthday month is coming. Look at Matt's face. I thought face. you already had like birthday month celebration <laughs> in Phoenix. No, so it doesn't. Anything good that happens is part of my birthday month. It's not that extra effort needs to be made to celebrate me. It's just that I make an extra effort to recognize the good things that happen in my life during that month, which I kind of do all year long anyways. But <laughs> <laughs> but it gets extra. Okay. It's extra, extra. We told you how this started. Steve started it when we were dating. Damn you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do anything, though. I'm not asking either, like... Yeah, but it makes me feel like I do. Well, you should do something on my birthday. That's it. Oh. (laughs) Everything else in the birthday month is up to me. Yeah, Steve started it because he got me flowers a week before my birthday. Kicked off the birthday When we were dating, because we had been dating for a month. So he sent me flowers and it kicked off. I was like, sweet, I'm celebrating the whole week now. It's a week before my birthday. And then he bought me a Mini Cooper. (laughs) <laughs> You've already done it, babe. You already bought me what? a Mini Cooper. A, m- a month? During Wait. my birthday month. A-, a month after? I did not no, buy you no. a car. No, 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 next no year. Sorry, This sorry. was like next year. No, after we'd been married for a while. You left out a few a while. details, like okay, us yeah, getting yeah, married sorry, in sorry. between there. Like a few years. <laughs> yeah, that was a few years later. He bought me the Mini Cooper. And then I was like, I'm celebrating the whole month because I just got a Mini Cooper for my birthday. It wasn't really for my birthday even. <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's not even really for my birthday. I just celebrate it that way. Okay. Basically, just anything good that happens, Jessica takes credit for it as it's my birthday. It's her birthday. birthday. Yeah. That's a good way to live. Everybody should live life that way. Also, I'm hoping to do some giveaways again next month because I've got some of my favorite things I think Didn't I'm going to give this away. Last year too? I did kind of. This is going to be better and different. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a Corvette this year. It's a Corvette. (laughs) (laughs) It is not, people. That one's gone. We don't have a Corvette to give away. So, yeah. Sold. Here we go. All right. Anything else, gents? Nope. I don't think so. Steve has blue hair. Steve. I do. (laughs) Steve has blue hair. (laughs) That's all. Just got surgery. We're done. (laughs) We all see it. We all see it. All right, guys. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. For the takeaway this week, we just wanted to really let you guys know that it is so important to love yourselves. We change. Our bodies change. Things change. And so we got to learn to love ourselves in a new way, no matter what phase of life. And don't let anybody tell you where you should be at or what you should be doing. You pay attention to what feels right for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go share it on social media. Take a screenshot, tag husband-in-law. And if you have a question, go to Apple Podcasts and put a rating and review and write the question in the review. We will be sure to answer it for you. 